At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resorts and Casino. Very busy Wednesday program lined up for you today. We'll get into the College Football Committee uh, show from last night coming up in a few minute, uh, minutes. Julian Edlow on the NBA card tonight. It's another big card in that sport. In about 30 minutes, Sal Palantonio on the program today talking NFL and Pat Forty a little bit later on on college football. Well, thankfully, we only have to do this a couple of more times with the uh, committee show. And, you know, we do get heated over this, Paulie. We have for, I don't know, 10 years now, every single year they've done this. And if you want to go back over the BCS nonsense for a long time before that, everybody who claims that it's going to play out, they don't get worked up about it. It's it's still a lot of fun. I mean, to track it and to see what people are saying who are on the committee and on the show from last night on ESPN. Georgia jumped Ohio State number one now in the new committee rankings. Buckeyes dropped to number two, followed by Michigan. Florida State remains at number four somehow, some way. I don't get it. More on that coming up in a second. Washington five, Oregon six, and Texas stays ahead of Alabama another week, which, as I explained yesterday, they are going to piss off half of the country if somehow, after the SEC title game, Alabama beats Georgia and Texas wins to go 12-1, and and that next day on Sunday, they flip-flop those two teams and put Alabama ahead of Texas. Why, why wait? What's yeah. the point? Yeah. Just do it already. That would be, as Stuart Mandel tweeted, Alabama passing Texas on the last night of the season despite losing them to losing to them by 10 at home would be the stupidest possible way to end the 14 playoff era. So watch it happen. Yeah, it will. Yeah, right. You're exactly right. You said it yesterday as well. So I'm getting a little worried here. Uh, number one is they tried to call this and continue to call this a playoff, which is an invitational. And it's, you know, all these old people who are over 50 uh, in their 60s, they, they can do and will do whatever they want with no rationale and just use crazy stuff like eye test. You are exactly right about at this point in the season. How in the world is Florida State ahead of Washington? And I go back to what they said. And this is where they're in a tough position. 
but the words, and you can keep receipts on this because we have to do this nonsense every week. A week ago, they said 4-5 Florida State-Washington was razor thin. Yeah. So then Washington goes out and beats a top-20 team, and Florida State struggles with Miami, and Washington still doesn't jump them. And the win against Arizona continues to look better every week. Sure. I mean, it's just laughable that they, well, you know, the defense, whatever. But it's when you look at the resume, Florida State has one good win, which is three-loss LSU. Sure. Who can't stop anybody. Right. While Washington has beat number six, Oregon. Uh, Utah in the 20s, number 17, Arizona, and USC, which, yeah. again, USC and LSU are the same team. And so to tie it all together, right, if they're going to have Georgia – leap Ohio State because of their latest win, which was against Ole Miss, and say, look at that, huh? very good win. Resume, resume, resume now. And that's the reason why Ohio State was number one for the first two weeks. Where's the credit for the win over Oregon? I just, again, that's the best win in the country by any team so far anywhere. And yet they're sitting at number five. And then for the committee chairman to actually say live on national TV, quote, don't undersell the Miami-Florida State rivalry. That's been going on for years. Miami hit a big play for that touchdown in the second half. End of quote. To justify Florida State being at number four and ahead of Washington. I've heard it all now. And Paul, you said it correctly. We keep receipts. What they, The razor-thin comment last week is a key. Miami is an average to a below-average team this year. Rivalry has mattered over the years. It's a good... What? What are you... Are you serious? That's bad. You can't be serious with this crap. Yep. No, I'm getting worried. Very concerned. Concerned for the Pac-12 and concerned that they have no idea what they're doing. And for further proof, no hyperbole. Iowa at 16 is the most egregious thing I've seen. I mean, this is unbelievable. This, you got to be kidding. They, they, they don't have a top 25 win. They have the worst offense in the history of college football. Their best win is what, Rutgers? And they fired their offensive coordinator. And Iowa's 16? They moved up six spots. Yeah. Because they beat Rutgers? What are we doing? You uh, North Carolina, 20. That's another one. How about Liberty? Can we get Liberty on the list here? You know, Liberty's undefeated, and they can't crack this, this, this stupid ranking system either. I mean, this is just, you know, it's also a bizarre year where we still have seven undefeateds left with only two weeks in the regular season, five of them from power conferences. But, you know, you nailed it again. I mean, you're talking about to justify Florida State four with Miami while it's a rivalry game. My God, you're at home. You, should, you look at the points, but you're supposed to blow them out. Yeah. So here's another thing that scares the daylights out of me. Ole Miss only dropped to 13. But look who uh, squeaked into the top 10. Missouri which played Georgia tough. Yeah, good call. I am uh, getting deathly afraid that if Alabama beats Georgia in a close SEC game, they could consider two SEC teams. That scares me to death today. Because no way, this year particular, in particular, there's no way any of these SEC, you, you can't do this to us. You can't do it. There's but no way you can leaving out who shoehorn though? both those teams into the playoff. No, no. I, don't, I, I would be disgusted. Well, you would be leaving out a one-loss... Pac-12 champ right. from the best conference, and you'd be leaving out not, not, not undefeated Florida State. I can't imagine they would do that. Uh, people would riot. They and then, actually, you, and then one, loss, one loss Texas, too. Again, people would riot because huh? Texas beat Alabama. But if they would do that, then it's just, they oh, actually man, what a they, way to go out. They briefly mentioned that last night on the show, by the way. They said, watch out. What could that mean? They didn't really say Florida State. They kind of said it without saying it. 
but they said, watch out if you're Florida State for a one-loss team to pass you. I heard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of what they hinted at. Yeah, unbelievable, right? And then I go on ESPN.com, and they said six crazy scenarios. The first thing listed is two SEC teams. It is? Right, yeah. Well, it's Heather Dinich, of course. So that's, that's how she operates. I mean, it's just, you know. How about, how about the other scenario? How come no one talks about what if Ohio State goes to Michigan and loses by three? Sure. Why isn't that in play? What if they lose I mean, 21-20? Yeah, yeah, the whole Whatever the, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. But they won't, be, they won't have a chance to play in the Big Ten title game. Yeah. So it's already set in the SEC. Uh, Bama's a four-point dog in that game. Mm-hmm. Watch him win that game 28-27. It's close the entire way. Last second field goal, boom. And all of a sudden, we have a dilemma on our hands. It's this kind of thing that makes me kind of not even want to watch the sport. Like beyond like uh, the regular season, once we get to the bowl games and the I just nah, other things are going on. I don't care. You you you're wasting my time for an entire season. Well, how it was set up again? There's five power conferences in four spots. Yeah. So you would think you just take the easy way out and put your conference champions in and call it a day. Now that we can go to twelve uh, next year, uh, the numbers are out too. Oregon is eleven and a half at DraftKings against uh, Oregon State. Michigan oh, man. too high. That's a big number. Yeah. But. Rivalry game. Michigan is six and a half <laughs> against Ohio State. Bama's eleven and a half against Auburn. Florida State's ten and a half against Florida, and Georgia, it's up several places, three and a half, four, and the SEC title game against Alabama, which is already set. Anything stick out to you there? Uh, I don't know what to do with the Mich- Michigan game. I was going to say, would you I got to see what Buckeyes? happens with Auburn. I want to take Ohio State if Harbaugh's not coaching again, based on what they were doing. They they played scared. A little bit against Penn State. Yeah. Uh, also, I know they they knew Penn State couldn't move the ball on them and didn't respect their offense at all. But thirty two straight runs, that was that was, I was shocked by that. Yeah, I just I, I'm going back and forth watching McCord play a lot this year. Like, what is he going to look like against yeah. uh, Michigan's yeah. defense? Probably, I understand. You know, I would I, yeah. the, the six. I, I don't think I would lay it with Michigan. I would much rather take it with the Buckeyes. But can I get there with that guy at quarterback? Yeah, maybe. I mean, because Ohio State's got a really good football team around him. It's just he's. Probably the weakest link. Yeah. One more thing on this, too, and you're exactly right, but again, it just proves that they can do whatever they want with no rhyme or reason or rationale. Five Pac-12 teams are ranked three ACC teams. Washington, number two in strength of record. And still, they justify Florida State ahead of Washington. Well, at the end of the show last night, they put up ESPN ran all the numbers, like that number, strength of record, strength of schedule, best wins. They put them side by side every single like the tail of the tape, Nick Bakai, every single one went to Washington. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. kind of a big deal. I don't understand how all those guys can get up there and think the Big 12's good either. Oh, my God. That's I just, another I'm one. blown away by it. it Oklahoma just, State has two horrendous losses right. now. Boat raced at home by South Alabama and destroyed last week at Central Florida. Those are two brutal losses. That game was over yeah. within the first quarter. Yeah. And, you know, Kansas, Kansas State, okay, do what you want with that. But that's just, uh, you know, Oklahoma's been, you know, Houdini act in several of these yeah, games. They, might, they so. might lose again. I know. And which would go under their win total, too. So that I, 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 I can't believe they just they continue to have the Big 12 in, in uh, high regard as well. And how I they just, look at the, the whole thing. I mean, there's no consistency whatsoever again. Ohio State was number one the first two weeks because we heard they had the best resume. Then Georgia overtakes them because they have another win over a top 13 team. Well, if you're going to give those two teams credit, why is Michigan number three? Yes. And why is Washington behind Florida State? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense ever. No, no, no. Uh, it is baffling. You're right. You, you're just setting yourself up for uh, championship Saturday too. You're right. Because if, if they're going to wait until that day 
to then put Alabama over Texas. It's like, come on. What? Well, yeah. I can't. That, that will happen. Under we that scenario, will happen, and yeah. people are going to lose their minds. Sure. They went, say what you want, different team, whatever. They went to Tuscaloosa and beat them by double digits and hung 34 on them. Yeah. So that game was sandwiched in between the two college basketball games last night. Well, what would you think? I felt I'm, I'm, I bought it hook, line, and sinker with Kentucky. Oh, no. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in. Your boy. I bought 16-1 to 1 to win the national title. I'm in. You're all in? I'm all in. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I was blown away by And they lost the game. Yeah. <laughs> I could. That's my, my very gut. Okay. Living in the moment here, this has a chance to be a top three Calipari team at Kentucky. And they did that without their top three big men last night. Okay, so they're losing the Elite Eight then. Probably. To the, that's probably right. He'll get outcoached by somebody. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I'll be pissed off and livid, and I'll yeah, tell myself sure. never again. And sure. I'll, yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, up next, win some, lose some. We'll recap last night's betting action. 10, you can't make these numbers high enough for some of these teams. 10 and 1 to the over now on the season. Paul, you will tell you the details coming up next here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last night, wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All right, Mitch talked about it. The Pacers do it again. They win at Philly, and the game goes over. They're 10 and 1 to the over this year. You know, we talked, as Tim uh, McMahon said, ESPN, high, highly flammable both ends. <laughs> I mean, they yes. love to score, and they, they, they don't care if you score either. And uh, they love to shoot the three. Halliburton has been sick. 
the run he's been on the last couple games. More on that coming up. The T-Wolves plus four went off the favorite and the under. 222 down to 215 and a half. Beat Golden State again. No Curry and Green puts Gobert in a headlock. What he was doing. Three guys ejected in the first minute of the game. Yeah, nuts. McDaniels, sure. Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, and yet the T-Wolves struggled uh-huh. without three of their best I players. I can't believe it. Yeah. Heat Hornets under. 227 down to 222. 111, 105. Cal Irvine, while you were sleeping, beat USC. 5-6-1 to one on the money line. Prairie View, 9-1, to one, beat Abilene Christian. Penn State, 24 and a half up to 30. One by 30 against St. Francis. Providence, Wisconsin, under 146 and a half down to 141. 72-59. Florida Atlantic over. Eastern Michigan, 145 and a half up to 150 and a half. 100 to 57. Owls. Virginia, North Carolina, A&T, under 138 down to 131. 80 to 51. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. At the J. Augustine sent this in. The only game in town. Ultimate X. How about the double Royale with cheese? Gets dealt four to the Royal with hearts. Pops one with an uh, multiplier. And then pops another one top left. He got it twice on a five He got it twice. Absolutely. How many times times do you go 0 for 10? (laughs) You look on your face. Makes me want to vomit thinking about it. I was playing Friday. I was playing uh, 50 Cent Ultimate X triple play. I was dealt aces eight times, three three aces eight times on all of them. Nothing. Then I'm playing 10 play. Oh for 10. Wanted to break something, and I got Jet fans behind me. J E T every three minutes. I go. I gotta get out of here. You I gotta, gotta go for a walk. Three aces eight, eight times, times, and you never got. Qu- yeah. That 0 for 10. Good for you. I, I don't want to get into it. I, it's, okay. Yeah. This is awesome. This is, is this Mattress Mac? What do we have? Let's go to the furniture store here. I never thought about this, but let's do it. This is a, a great event uh, with the dogs on the mattresses here getting after it. I mean, look at this. Like they're on a track going round and round and round from mattress to mattress to mattress. And I'm dizzy looking at it. Uh, yeah, right. I, I am getting dizzy. Good call. I mean, that is awesome video. Never thought of you. Sure. That that's they'll, they'll you tire them out in half an hour. They oh, can do that. Oh, they are revved up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna have a nice nap here in a little bit. That is awesome. Lose some. The movement on these extra games and added games in college basketball. Florida, twenty-seven and a half up to thirty-four against Florida A&M. They won by twenty-one. Uh, Van UNC Greensboro under one forty-one down to one thirty-six. No good. TCU over one fifty-nine up to one sixty-six. 88-55. Toledo Wright State over. 163 up to 169. 78-77. Hawks Pistons under. 233 down to 220. 225 no good. Flew over. Clippers lose again. They're 0-5 straight up since they acquired Harden. And I watched it last night. I was excited because it's it's uh, David Fincher who has done the game. Fight Club. Seven. Social Network. Benjamin Button, Zodiac, Gone Girl, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, House of Cards, and Manhunter. How good is that? Mind he did Hunter. all of those movies? Mindhunter, excuse me. He's, he, oh, all and TV them. shows? And, oh, wow, that's I didn't realize reason. that. So he's, he directed The Killer with Fassbender. I, gotta, I, it, I was it, expecting more. Okay. A little disappointed. Mm. But something happens. You'll notice it at the right at the beginning of the movie, and it continues. And either you like it or you can't stand it. And it goes on for much of the movie. 
I'll let you figure it out. But that's why people are divided. One reason why people are so divided on the movie about what, what happens. And it's you can't get away from it. Well, does, it, does the trailer give it away? Because he's saying this. I haven't watched the movie yet. He's saying the same phrase over and over and over again in the trailer. Oh, there it is. Okay, there it is. No, but I mean, that's the trailer, though. They give it away then when you're watching the 30-second preview. Inner dialogue. Yeah. He's talking to himself the whole movie. Much of the movie. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you want to do? Get Richard Roper on? Dissect the movie? Yeah, go in the middle. Uh, One uh, other lose some. I spoke to Seahawk Sanders yesterday. Big VEASAN listener. Good guy. On SurvivorSweat.com last week, a guy bought an entry for $15,000, full ownership of the entry, and then used the bills on Monday night. He, he was alive for like three days, and it cost him $15,000. Oh. Can you believe it? Yes, I would not want that to happen to anybody. Yeah. All right, I know. That's, That's a, tough. Oh, man. Bill, 912128575 on X and Twitter. I live in Boston. When my girl drags me to a Red Sox game, I want to make a point to leave before the eighth inning. I tell her I want to beat traffic. But in reality, I don't want to hear Sweet Caroline. I had them at number one on my list on annoying songs and how are they popular and why are they in sporting events? We ranted about this yesterday, yeah. right? And you heard it yesterday. Like, we get it. Fenway, you started this, you get the song. Now every single venue across the country is going to play it like it's theirs? Knock it off. And then last night I'm watching... The end of the first half of the Duke Michigan State game in a commercial timeout, it's like I'm at a concert. And the song's getting performed in front of me live. I don't get it. I don't get the fascination. It needs to stop, it needs to end. Uh, a couple loo- uh, loose, one loose some video. When your dog runs, that's a good indication to get the hell out of here. The little lady's walking down the street with her dog, right? Then she turns and looks. What, what, what's going on? The dog, oh, there goes the dog. Now he runs. And then the owner takes off and gets a peek. Let's get out of here. Well, what is it? Oh, here comes the bear. Just walking the mean streets here? Yes, I don't know where they are. I don't know. She's out for a walk on the sidewalk in the little village town, and all of a sudden, here comes the bear. I mean, and good job by the dog. Let's get the hell out of here. Wow. That is nuts, right? We do it all here. Andre will throw those That out. happened to me yesterday when I got home. The dogs come and greet me at the door like a, a normal dog would. Yeah. And as soon as I open up the door, Frankie's acting a little bizarre. And I'm like, what is going on here? And then he, he, he jumps up on my knee, gets down, and then he turns around and looks at the ground and like slowly tries. I'm like, what is, it's dark. And I turn on the light. There's a scorpion oh, the size no. of my hand on oh, the ground. Oh, wow. And so he knew it. He probably tried to sniff it. Like, what is this guy? Realized it was bad news, kind of alerted me to it. And then I had to, you know, take yep. care of business. With so many games on the board, no better time to put the VEASAN experts to work for you. Become a subscriber today. Access to the daily best bets. Who has the hot hand? Betting splits, betting systems, hippo videos. First 30 days, $19. See everything we have to offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. It is very early in the season, like the NBA, which we'll talk about coming up in about seven, eight minutes here with Julian Edlow from DraftKings. It's a huge NBA card tonight. The schedule spots for some of these teams are impossible on the card tonight. But early on here, I, I mentioned almost under my breath yesterday, ah, about Tyrese Maxey for MVP at a huge number. Like, getting ahead of this stuff, there are so many guys having great seasons. Look at the year Halliburton's having again. You pointed it out there in win-lose, Paulie. Back-to-back games with, what, 30-plus points? 10-plus assists? Yeah. No turnover? First guy ever to do yeah. that? 58 and 32 with no turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's like a... They're in first place in their division. I, I will get completely nuts here because I don't expect them to win their division. But if they do, and this guy plays 70, 
577 games. Could he get in the mix? Could some could somebody like Tyrese Halliburton shock the world and win the MVP of the NBA? With the new rules, yeah. You got to play the 65 games. I mean, that's Correct. Absolutely. Other guys are in play here. No doubt about it. Anthony Edwards is in play. Yeah. If Halliburton keeps this up, he's in play. You know, uh, certainly you got to worry about guys like Freak as well, but Embiid, Maxie's in play because Embiid's going to miss games, and does that open the door for Maxie? Also, are they winning games without him? And do, do they acquire someone uh, as well to help out, which I think Maury will do that as well. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think you have something there. Yeah, as for tonight, a, a ton of these teams. Think about this now with Philadelphia. They're playing back-to-back games against – well, they played Sunday, and they played last night against the Pacers. Pacers are the fastest team in the NBA. You're going to go through a ton of possessions in those games. And now they have to turn around tonight and play the Celtics, who are not in the similar schedule spot. And by the way, it's kind of a revenge game as Philly handed Boston their first loss of the year uh, early on in the season. You know, some games teams will lose. Just it's a, it's called the schedule loss. Players, coaches, they'll admit that to you. This is an awful schedule spot for the 76ers. And I at this hour, it's tough because a lot of like we don't know. I think the status of Porzingis for tonight. I didn't know yesterday that on the air that Curry was going to miss the game. I know that he was a little, maybe a little bit dicey, maybe slightly questionable, but he went and missed the game, and that news came out hours huh? after our show was over with. What do the Mavs do? What do the Timberwolves do? Yeah. What do the Lakers do tonight? All back-to-backs. Yeah, and all that's three games and four nights now for all those teams. Yeah, right. And the Mavericks, another team. They're playing super high tempo, tons of possessions, high-scoring games, and no rest before tonight's game again. Nope. Although you were blown, I don't know what that was. They couldn't make a shot. I mean, that was yeah, that Pelicans was weird. Got whatever they wanted, and they were blown out. And that thing was over in the second quarter. Yikes! So we'll get into the card a little bit deeper as uh, Julian Edlow is going to join the program coming up next. Again, it's a really enticing card because of everything that we just mentioned. How does he want to approach this Celtics 76ers game? We'll ask him coming up on Follow the Money. It's Vsin the Sports Betting Network. is follow the money on v before you make your next bet be sure to visit vcin.com check the current betting splits data want to know where the money and bets are moving every game it's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion you can check out future events as well betting splits another way vcin's here to make you a smarter better year-round check it out every game vcin.com as we discussed last segment, we'll hit the NBA card here with Julian Edlow from DraftKings. His uh, podcast is called Unreasonable Odds. He's also an analyst on The Sweat, which is on the DraftKings network. Julian, good morning. How are you today? Doing all right. How about you guys? Uh, doing Hello. pretty well. I'm intrigued by tonight's card. It's almost a little unfair with some of these teams, how they're playing like in their yeah. third game and fourth uh, in the fourth night tonight. And we talked about that Celtics 76ers game. It opened up two and a half late last night. In favor of Boston at DraftKings, it has moved to three and a half. How do you want to approach this game today, Julian? And I'm staring at it on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, and it just tipped to four, guys. Um, so I, I feel like I'm left out of the loop here because, like I told you uh, before we went on air, if, if Kristaps Porzingis was not questionable, this would be one where I would have hit the Celtics pretty hard on the opener. Spot-wise, I heard you guys cover it very well on the last segment. The Sixers just played last night in one of these in-season tournament games. Now, I don't know how 
coming off of these tournament games and playing the next night necessarily makes it much different than a normal back-to-back. But a high-scoring game against the Pacers, up and down. Now you got to play this Celtics team that just played on Monday night, and they've been kind of tearing through people. And then they were just in Philly last week on Wednesday when we did this segment, and I said the reason I'm staying away from the Celtics in that game is because this should be a huge game for the Sixers. And the Celtics battled, but that was a big game for the Sixers. They, they eventually pulled out the home win. This is a great spot for the Celtics to come back and beat a tired Sixers team. The issue is, are, uh, did we miss the best of the number? Because if Porzingis is ruled in, this is only going up from four. And if he's ruled out, the Celtics are so thin up front, I don't know if I can do it. It's just Al Horford. Uh, and then you got guys like Luke Cornett. They're very thin in the front court. Uh, Sam Hauser, a guy that we can talk about props-wise, he would be thrusted in to play a pretty big role. They just don't have the size to play a pretty big Philly team if Porzingis is out. But if that's not the case, this is a fantastic spot for the Celtics. Yes, totally agree. And what do you want to do? Because we saw he, uh, he went off a couple games ago. What do you want to do with Hauser props? So Hauser is a guy that I don't think many people are looking at, but his props have been on fire. Uh, I played him on Wednesday, sorry, on Monday. It was even money for over six and a half points, and it was plus 275 for 10 plus points on the alternate. He had a slow start to the season uh, shooting the ball, but he's been fantastic in November. He's played seven games in November. He's gone for 11 plus points in six of those seven games. So you're getting, I'm sure the prop will move. We don't have it on the board at DraftKings Sportsbook because of the Porzingis status. So we got to wait to see what it will come back at. But as of Monday, it was even money to the over six and a half and plus 275 for, for 10 plus. And he's essentially cashed that in six of seven games this month. He just gets such clean looks from downtown with Tatum, Brown, Holiday, White, Porzingis, all the guys that they can put on the floor around him. And he's a fantastic shooter. So uh, as long as that prop does not get, uh, you know, mashed all the way to double digits, he is uh, always worth a look on that point prop. Okay. And we mentioned this too, before you came on, you want to touch on it. The sick run that Halliburton's on huge win for the Pacers, 10 and one of the over on the year. His last two games, he has 58 and 32 with zero turnovers. Historic what this kid has done. Yeah, he's, he's playing really well. Uh, obviously, the Pacers overs, you guys touched on that. That's a wagon right now. They are scoring uh, the most points per game in the NBA at 126, uh, and they're scoring more at home, 129.3 at home versus 121.8 on the road. Um, and they're giving up the second most points in the NBA. But that, that pace that they're playing at, Halliburton's assist prop has been going bonkers. Uh, the only game that he does not have a double-double this season is when he had eight assists in 27 minutes of a 41-point victory over the Spurs. Mm. So, obviously benched for blowout purposes there. He's gone for double-digit assists in every other game, uh, 17 and 15 in the two games against the Sixers. So, his assist prop opened 10.5 uh, last night, got bet up to 11.5. Did not matter. He easily cleared it. So, you know, like you're getting some good plus money on like a Hauser 10 plus points. Halliburton's one of those guys you want to look at the 12 plus, 14 plus, 15 plus assist alternates and potentially get yourself some good plus money there. All of the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Julian Edlow, our guest, his podcast with DraftKings is called Unreasonable Odds. Uh, several spots, again, difficult for some of these teams. 
So let's think about this for a second, Julian. Um, clearly, the T-Wolves and Warriors don't like each other. Uh, last night, McDaniels, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson ejected in the first minute of the game. But the T-Wolves took both those games on the road against Golden State. And here you go now playing a Phoenix team that's had a few days off. They have to go on the road again tonight and play. They're well-rested. And uh, the Suns are laying five and a half. The thought to me here early this morning is, well, the T-Wolves will probably sit a guy or two tonight. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. But what do you think about this number where it currently sits? Yeah, well, first of all, like, I almost spit my drink out on the couch watching that game last night. Draymond Green had Rudy Gobert in a headlock <laughs> from behind before anybody scored a point. <laughs> like, I've never seen. And it, obviously, you could tell that they played the previous game because something boiled over. It's impossible to get that angry in 90 seconds yes. without anyone scoring a basket <laughs> to chase someone down from behind and have him in a headlock. I could not believe that. Um, so I, I did have the, the Wolves minus two and a half, at, which just got there by the hook. I, you know, credit to that Warriors roster for staying in there. Um, that, was, that was pretty remarkable. But to focus on the Wolves, yeah, they, they kind of grinded through that game, got the win they needed to get. Now they're on the back-to-back. They just got two wins in Golden State. Last night was, if you put any weight, the the in-season tournament game. So tonight, I don't know if it matters quite as much. So, yeah, Minnesota is definitely a candidate for some rest in this game. And the Suns, this is a huge game for them. They're at home, and they're going to put their big three on on the floor. It looks like fully, uh, or I don't know if they're all fully healthy, but at least healthy enough to play. So this is kind of a statement game for them. So this is a great spot. We don't know if, you know, maybe Minnesota does play everyone, but this is a spot that should be uh, where the Suns are looking to make a statement, and it should come against a team that was just, you know, put through a lot mentally in those two games in Golden State. How about Milwaukee and Toronto? Uh, Milwaukee went to Toronto at the start of the month, got hammered and allowed 130 points. They continue to have issues defensively. Lillard is having problems finding his shot. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out when and if we can start trusting the the Bucks more. Um, their transition has not been as seamless as I thought it would be. We all kind of immediately said Lillard and Giannis, what a great duo that should be. Um, and you know, Lillard's been Lillard's been struggling some. So this is a pretty good. You know, just like the Celtics going going back to Philly and, and trying to, to bounce back from that loss there last week, this is a pretty good spot for the Bucks. It would be Bucks or pass for me, and maybe we're eventually going to start getting short numbers. Like, this looks like a short number based on the Bucks' struggles, and they, they find their groove and start going on a tear of covering some of these games and winning with some pretty good margin. Julian, a couple minutes left here. College basketball, some of the games that you're looking at tomorrow on the slate. What are your early thoughts on uh, Villanova as they take on Maryland? Yeah, that one's actually even looking ahead to Friday night. Uh, mm-hmm. This is one Friday, that before yeah. the week started. Yeah, before the week started, I-, I was pretty excited to bet Villanova at home against Maryland. Maryland has lost to Davidson and UAB already. Now, I had this circled before. Villanova lost to Penn, (laughs) so I did not see that one coming, but if anything, maybe that gets Villanova a little angry for this game at home on Friday night. I'm just really high on Villanova this year. They weren't very good last year, but it was a tough spot with the coaching change. Justin Moore with the Achilles out to begin the year, Um, so uh, they brought in some really good transfers, brought plenty of good, good upperclassmen talent back 
Point guard is the only issue for them, but I think they can figure it out with the amount of talent they have. Uh, this one, I don't know, maybe it's going to be Villanova minus four, four and a half, something like that on Friday night. Uh, this is one that I have had circled since before the pen loss, and I'm going to stick stick with it with the Wildcats and uh, look to make a play on them on Friday night. All right, about 20 seconds here. Also, San Diego State and St. Mary's, very good uh, non-conference game here to begin the season. Yeah, just kind of a similar situation. San Diego State coming off the national championship appearance. They lost at BYU. I'm not quite that high on them. St. Mary's is coming off a terrible home loss. I think they're going to look pretty good on Friday night. This would be St. Mary's or nothing for me. Very good. You can follow Julian on X. He's at Julian Edlow. Get his podcast as well for DraftKings. It's called Unreasonable Odds. Julian, best of luck tonight. Thanks for the time. All right. Thanks. Same to you guys. Yep. Stay warm. Uh, good reactions there, by the way, and observations, including the Sam Hauser props yes. with the Boston Celtics. That old stuff is great, too. That's what he was talking yeah. about with Halliburton. Yeah. The best and worst NFL and college teams ATS with totals up next. Make note of the teams at the bottom of the NFL because we have plenty. It's a long list. We'll share the teams and the numbers with you coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant. No matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting $5 on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW, FOLLOW for the bonus offer at DraftKings the crown is yours. We do have some news this morning in the National Football League. Uh, earlier this hour, not that long ago, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, 
tweeted out, uh, sources, Bears quarterback Justin Fields out the last month with a dislocated thumb is expected to start Sunday versus the Lions, assuming today's practice goes well. So if you're inclined, if you like the Bears, maybe if Fields is playing, shop around, see if you can find a 10 still out there. Circa was at 10 earlier. Uh, they moved to 9.5. A, a lot of spots are 9.5, but if you want the 10, I would look to see if any book still has it this morning on the Bears and the Lions. And that leads us into the best and worst NFL and college teams ATS and with totals on the year. You can find all these numbers at the website, vsin.com. When you go there, navigate through, and the Lions are the best team, Paulie, in the NFL ATS. They're 7-2 and two against the spread on the season. Clear cut number one, only covering on average by 1.5 points per game, but they did have a blowout loss in there against the Ravens. Um, Philly is the second best team. ATS, they're five, two and two, two pushes on the year already. Dallas is six and three ATS, covering on average by 6.3 points per game. The Vikings are six, three and one, and a bunch of other teams are six and three Miami, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Jacksonville, and Pittsburgh. Your worst NFL teams against the spread. Carolina is 1-6-2. And and they're missing the cover on average by 4.7 points per game. Look at the Patriots. We call the point spread the great equalizer. (laughs) They're 2-8 against the spread. They're missing on average by 7.5 points per game. Come on. Yeah. The Falcons are also 2-8. The Giants and the Saints are 2-7-1. And, and the Bills are now 3-7 and seven ATS. Thoughts on Dorsey getting whacked after we got off the air? Yeah, I, I don't think they fired the right guy. Yeah, that's what everyone said. McDermott could be next. Don't lose to the Jets. You know, it, certainly the offense hasn't been the problem. I know Allen turnovers are the issue, but 12 men on the field and the all-out blitz on third down wasn't Dorsey's fault. You know, we can do, uh, I think we're going to plan on doing this on Friday, next coach fired. With that schedule coming up with the Bills, what if they, the loser the Jets have a chance to lose five, six in a row? I could see him getting whacked. Oh, yeah. I could uh, see that guy being next. I'd shake it up. Absolutely. Too many cooks in the kitchen, and a lot of people saying that uh, he's interfered offensively as well. Yeah. Uh, and and I, don't, I don't get the, don't let Allen take off and run and pick up first downs using his legs. Agreed. Best NFL teams to the over. Not a lot here, no. but Cowboys are 6-3, and three, and then you have three teams at 6-4 and four to the over, the Colts, the Bears, and the Cardinals. Bears playing much better defense, by the way, now than they were in the first month of the season, and Colts have played two straight unders. Your best NFL under teams, this is where this has been the story of the NFL the entire season. The Raiders and Giants are 8-2 and two to the under. The Chiefs, Titans, Steelers, Buccaneers are 7-2 and two to the under. The Pats, Bills, Vikings, and Saints are 7-3 and three to the under. Moving on to college football, we now have one team at 9-1 and one on the season ATS. It's the local team out here, UNLV, and they're covering on average by 11.7 points per game. It's the best story in college football. And taking money Saturday with the huge game at Air Force. They can play and they can win this conference. Think about that. They'll be in the conference title game if they can win out. Do you agree with the line move this week? Yes. It's been horrible the last two weeks. For Air Force, yeah. Yeah, the Air Force lost to Army, two wins. Then they lost to Hawaii, bad team. They were laying 19 in both. Arizona, Liberty, Miami of Ohio, Coastal Carolina, 
They're eight and two ATS. New Mexico State's eight two and one, and then K State, San Jose State, Oregon, Jacksonville State are all seven two and one ATS. That's another one. San Jose State six to one right now to win the Mountain West. They could do it. Yeah, they're playing great football right now for that mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. The worst teams in college football ATS. Vandy one and ten. Can you believe it? It started. I, I had them week zero against Hawaii, and it's just been. It has been so bad. What's the cover, Georgia? Was that the cover? I think that was the yeah. cover, yeah. Oh, it's been, I mean, that was something. Yes. It's close at halftime, and then South Carolina just takes them behind the woodshed. Yep. Wow, what a debacle. Miss State, Illinois, 2-8. and eight. Baylor's 2-7-1. and one. And by the way, Baylor is missing the cover on average by 10.7 points per game. Yikes. Kent State and Memphis are 2-7-1. and one. USC and La Tech, 3-8. and eight. ATS, your best college over teams. How many times have you had LSU over this year? Yep. Several. I've, I've had them a couple. Not They're, enough, though, but it's 14 in a row and 17 of 18 to the over for LSU. They're 10 and 0 this year to the over. Yep. And here's the big one, the big part about it. They're going over on average by 14 points per game. Like, they're not, they're, it's not even close in the market so far on average. USC 9 and. Can we get USC LSU in a bowl game? With all parties invested and like Daniel's going to play in the game and Caleb Williams is going to play in the game. Oh, God. Set at 90? Yeah. The total? Too low. Punts. Punts in the game. Two and a half. Yeah. But anyway, USC's 9-2 and two going over on average by 11.5 points per game. Memphis and New Mexico, along with Jaw Tech, 8-2. and two. Very good. Utah State, Boston College, Alabama, 7-2-1 and one of the over. Virginia, 6-2-2. and two. Vanderbilt, 8-3 and three to the over. And then the best college teams of the under. The following teams are all 8-2 and two to the under. UCLA... Ohio State, Coastal Carolina, Arizona, Tulane, Iowa, and NC State. And then Ohio is 2-7-1 and one to the under. Look at the UCLA and Ohio State games. Bruins going under on average by 12 points per game. Ohio State by 10.2 points per game. There you go with the NFL and yep. college football. Very good. Uh, thanks to our friends Chris Otto, Ian Duncan, and Jonathan Davis. A little hockey. First period over. Edmonton 11-3 and three on the season. Second period over. Ottawa's a perfect 13-0. and 0. First goal in the first 10. The Wild are 13 and 2. Edmonton's 11 and 3. And at home, every Wild game has been a goal in the first 10. Uh, ROI based on risking $100. Vancouver, number one, up seven units. Likewise, Anaheim, followed by the Rangers, VGK, and the Bruins. Worst ROI, no surprise. You're down nine units on the Sharks. You got the empty net goal there. Cover the puck line with Florida yesterday. Edmonton's down seven units. Calgary, six and change. Uh, Islanders on that list as well for top bottom with hockey. But other than the Ottawa second period and the uh, first 10 with the Wild, not a lot to uh, not a lot to uh, sticks out so yeah. far early in the hockey season. Panthers last night, a puck line winner. Did you see what happened in that game? They were uh, down 3-2. Let's see here. I want to get the time right. San Jose scored 721 mark of the third quarter to go up 3 2. Third period, yeah. Then Florida scored three goals in the final 10 minutes Is to that win 5 okay. 3, and they yeah. covered the puck line. I saw the empty net, yeah. Okay. And uh, Johnny Lazarus, um, NHL, does the picks every single day at the website vsin.com. He suggested a two unit play on Anaheim yesterday against Nashville, catching plus 150 in that range. They got there, they won 3 2. And that was, um, that was 2 nothing Nashville. And then Anaheim came back to get him three to two. Kid's good. Yep. 
Good tweets on the committee, which we started the show off with. I like what Christian Ritter said. Excellent tweet. Will someone ever mention on that show that the SEC has a huge advantage only playing eight conference games? No one talks about it. Yeah, the, the, Everyone else plays nine, and they play eight. Right. And they're playing cupcakes, one of the most this, important this weekends week, of the season. I know. This has driven me nuts for more than a decade. And again, I said this earlier in the week. I used to do it. I used to track the average point spread in these games for SEC teams this week. And it was always like 30 points on average or more. They just they schedule the weakest team imaginable before the final game of the season in their rivalry spot. Yep. And they get away with it. Yep. And another tweet about how out of touch and lost this committee is with the artifacts and relics, where every metric and every stat points to Washington, which is number two in strength of record, has a better SOS and game control over Florida State. Five teams are ranked in the Pac-12, three in the ACC. Florida State has one good win, LSU. Yet still, even though razor thin, their words, razor thin a week ago, Washington's still stuck behind Florida yep. State. By the way, they keep saying eye test. Florida State should have lost to an average Clemson team. Boston College game was close, too. They struggled for three quarters against Pitt. Yes, another right? good one. And they survived Miami, who stinks. <laughs> yeah, right. Where's your eye test yeah, now? I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, this is VEASAN's Follow the Money <laughs> on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lombard. And Ross Tucker here at VEASAN. Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting experts in the business, and you can get all the best analysis on the website, which is vsin.com. Two more hours of this very fine program coming up on Follow the Money. We'll talk NFL with Sal Palantonio. Did the Eagles circle this game the minute the schedule came out after they lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Do they want revenge? We'll ask Sal coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.